return to the classics. going to therapy. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents... <laughs>
what's overrated when you're in Amsterdam? What overrated? should people not do? Uh, uh, <laughs> go to Anne Frank house. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But it's just a house. It's just a house. And she's not there, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's not. Read between the lines. Take a listen. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology and it's a painful process to build it back again. But going to Mars should be uh, one of the next series of steps that humans do. The first step should be going back to the moon for a number of technical uh, reasons and exploration reasons. And then after that, Mars, maybe a high orbit in uh, Venus atmosphere, maybe going to Europa, there's all kinds of uh, targets to go to places of interest in our solar system. The, the only limit to human future is in our own imaginations. This woman has come with a problem. One of her hands is shorter than the other. Look at that! This is incredible! Her left hand is growing. When the time comes to defend yourself, you best do something. The words of the 80-year-old homeowner who confronted two robbers. I walked in on them, and they downed me. They jumped on me in the hallway. But Tom Greer says he managed to get his 22 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver. He says when that unarmed couple saw his gun, they took off out the back door, and he followed. The lady didn't run fast as a man, so I shot her the back twice. She's dead, and it's all her off, but he got away. She says, don't shoot me, I'm pregnant, I'm a baby, and I shot her anyway. Saturdays for the boys. You can watch movies with the tribe on depleted uranium driving theater Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch TV. Like, share and subscribe to the channel, and be sure to ring the notification bell. You can follow us on Twitter at Motel and RV Park. Catch the live streams on Rumble. Listen to text-to-speech stories on Atomic Shaman TTS on YouTube. Gather around the fire spirits cleanse you. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. He's got a PhD. Uh, oh, I need to increase my font size. Lack of convenience or font size in my case. In big dick energy. So you're not going to get the protein from ingesting it and you're going to increase your chance of cancer. It's just going to disease you and make you malnourished. He's more facial hair than flesh sack. No, I can bang your cousin, but you can't. Give it up for Professor Beard Juice. Let's just say I'm gay and I'm sucking Klaus's dick. Van comes along and he's like, why don't you listen to some share while you're at it? 
I'll be like, oh shit, you're right, I wasn't gay enough. But uh, that, that, that's the basics. Are there any questions moving uh, into this? He's the resident sound hound. Big dick on campus over here. The audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. Yo, peace and love, man. Forgiveness. Find him flexing in luchador tights. I'm a filthy Mexican. The man of a thousand sound bites. I love that cocksucker like a brother. And he fucked me in the ass. The button pusher Van Rollington. It's like a graph where, like, the more crazy she is, oh the hotter she'll be. Mm. And the better in bed she'll be. The graphics guru of digital visuals. Now, I'm saying she's not a schizo, but I just think her MK Ultra train wasn't effective. He puts the ass in aesthetics. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. The leader of my people. Raising a fucking army to attack Europe and attack the elites. The tribal chief himself, Klaus Newhouse. Hey yo, the devil planted fear inside the black babies. Dead meat placed on the shelves. We eat cold cuts. Fast from the hog, y'all, and grow up. Swine merchant, your time is near at hand. Message to the feds. Special guests. He's the Shiba Inu from the shore. Come on, bro. Come on. His uncle invented the fist pump. He's our Italian stallion. You, uh, you sure you wasn't right? He's Doge from New Jersey. You want to look good for when you get stabbed with a knife. Sorry, that's how it works. He studies the archives of Sport Chan. Hey! 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 This is library. He's a subject of Lord Techno's empire. Marching up and down the square! Soft. You want to come to a super soft birthday party? He's Johnny Soft. You're fucking ten ply, bud. White boy summer is halfway over. We're gonna find out what makes New Jersey weird. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. <laughs> Did anyone have any pizza this week? Uh, more times than I like to admit. <laughs> I had some gas station pizza. It's a Hunt Brothers pizza. It's not too bad if you want something quick. So you've got some poll data. Oh, and how? As usual, and people voted this week. Yeah, oh, the, we had we had a bunch of views on some of this alien leaking shit. You know, what? like ninety views on one of the videos. Yeah. I gotta say, we didn't have a lot of polls, but we had votes. And, uh, let's see, Independence Day Green Stream. Would you try to smash a shadow person? 30% say, depends if she's hot. 20% say, no, that's wrong. 30% say, I want the bragging rights. And 20% say, lay off the Benadryl. I'm totally going for the bragging rights on this. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I would want those too. Hell yeah! Oh. Oh. Let's see. So, and then after that, we have week. <clears throat> Let's see. Is the leak legit? And what is it? In and on has a leak uh, uh, about leaked information of UFOs and aliens. Let's see. So. say it's a LARP. 29% say glowies are seething. It's real. 
29% say take your meds. I don't know. I think it's a LARP. I don't know. I mean, they have this this very uh, elaborate um, riddle that you have to solve to figure out where the file is located and what the file is called. And then you got to figure out the crypto in order to download this 30-minute video of this supposed alien uh, craft footage that was showed to Congress. Yeah, and and then the Lou Alexando even talked about this video, so... You know that that guy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the fondest of Lou Elizondo or the the Dr. Stephen Greer or Wilcock, but you know I feel like there's something possibly legit to this. Well, I think it's just as fun to make a puzzle as it is to solve one, and I say that as someone who's planning from now to the time I die to start investing in actual gold. <laughs> Not so that I have something to leave anyone, but so that I can hide it after I'm and, and when I'm dead, put people on treasure hunts. Like this is something I'm actually yeah. doing. So the so a the, hobby that I do not admit to typically because I don't want people interested in getting my gold now. <laughs> so I'm here, being serious. So here's the thing about the uh, image that I the displayed of the so-called alien craft. I couldn't copy and paste it for some weird reason. Like. Ooh. Now, here's the thing. I had to download it and upload it in order to share it. Now, I'm thinking that something might be hidden in the metadata of that image. And there's a certain program you can do to look at that, but without the cipher, you can't unlock what's hidden in that photo. Hmm. So I think there's information hidden in the photo I shared. I just don't know how to access it. That would be uh, cool as shit. Have, have you guys ever done yeah, that? would be pretty interesting. Did you ever do Cicada uh, 30 whatever the fuck? No, I didn't do that. I, I think I was busy oh. with my second school I was attending. So I was I busy living, he said. I was busy touching. <laughs> uh, there's a, a program. I don't know what it's called, but you can upload an image onto it, and then it reads the image and lets you know if there's a hidden uh, text underneath the image. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so that's what I was referring to, but uh, I forgot the name of the program. I used to know it. That's oh. the bad part. I used to know the name of the program. Also, I thought Beard was going to invest in puzzles, not gold. <laughs> well, I make <laughs> my puzzles. What do I can't? I gotta. You can make the puzzles out of gold, right? Wait, the way you were structuring that joke made me feel like oh, I'm going to invest in puzzles, and I was all like, "Oh shit!" Well, we got to see what Kramer says. If Kramer says the puzzles are good, then oh, we're in trouble. Oh. Well, like, if he's yeah. doing it to hide the gold, he can hide it in the fine barons like uh, Captain Kid, and uh, really make people just go looking for it in there. I'm like, oh, all I can tell you is I actually descend from someone that may or may not have hidden silver bars for a Blackbeard, so I oh. got up the oh, answer. Nice. <laughs> uh, you hear that, chat? Scammers, con artists, con artists, chat. Put me on record. These people are con, con, they're con artists. <laughs> So, Exo Biology Disclosure. Is the recent disclosure legit as it was getting censored? 62% said the government fears the truth. 38% said censorship is part of the PSYOP. Oh, what, what was that? As like exobiology on like exoplanets? No, as, right? in, as in biology from other planets. So, this guy yeah, came forward a... on Reddit, was talking about how he was over, he did like a presentation somewhere. These government agents showed up and recruited him to work on this project that he claims he was overqualified for. So here's the thing, while he was doing this thing on Reddit, 
it was be- parts of it was being deleted as he was answering questions and shit. So they don't know what was going on. The mods had nothing to do with it. They think an outside agency was trying to censor whatever this guy was putting out. Now, what I managed to capture and make into that video survived because that whole thread is gone and that guy's count is gone. And there's uh, there's some people saying he's legit, and then there's some guys coming forward saying, "Well, this guy, like, he's he's right on this stuff, but he's making like uh, fresh, not fresh, sophomore errors when he was talking about genetics and shit." So if you're interested, in what he has to say about the biology of what I believe are the gray aliens, he didn't specify whether the tall ones or just the regular short kind, but he had a lot of interesting information and saying how their organs worked and all this other shit. What technically qualifies someone for that though? I don't know. I think like biologist or something. I, I think he had a microbiology degree or some shit like that or something like that. And then like they were like, okay, come here, work in this archive. And he was just re- and then he actually gave the location of the archive or where he worked at this government facility. So people started looking up on Google. They found the name of this. Uh, it was somewhere in Delaware. I forgot where. But then uh, people started leaving like reviews on the location talking about smells like ammonia because aliens smell like ammonia because they don't have like uh, external oh. genitals so they sweat off their excretions Whoa. and That's so what i found most interesting because i remember reading in a in a book that i found on the internet i think it was called a visual guide to alien beings and in that book it described that gray aliens they like they absorb nutrients through their skin and they and they excrete it their skin as well that's the part that i found interesting yeah so he didn't say the exorbit that way but like uh the organs were weird because it was like they didn't have a they had a very simple like uh, digestive system and then he was talking about how their hands were they only had four fingers in their hands but instead of like the muscles in their arms controlling their fingers all the muscles in their hand controlled the movement of their fingers not their forearms it looks like some other weird biological things. So if you're interested, check out the exobiology video that we have up on the TTS. But but Johnny Soft here, he's the one who like led us to this information. Like he's been actually working behind the scenes here and like pointing out articles on Fortune or on Reddit that hey, check this out. Here's the thread, and it might have your attention. Make some video content. Uh, do you have anything else to tell us about this whole soft shell thing going on? Um, I mean. I think it started out as legit with the first post, but then as like everybody started making more threats trying to solve it, it kind of got derailed a lot. Yeah, I mean, definitely the Glowies got involved in that because they were trying to slide all the threads. Uh, the last thread I saw was like thread number six. I don't know if they're still posting them, but you're not related to this uh, soft shell crab guy. Oh uh, no, I'm not related. <laughs> Cause, Cause, I was like, we got Johnny Soft here, and we got these threads about soft shell crab, and I was like, uh, we gotta just make sure they're not related to each other, you know? Oh my, I just, wow, that is one coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. Nah, nah, gotta, gotta, gotta ring up the feds on this one. Nah. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to put out about this stuff, Johnny? Um, not really. It's just, it's really fun though. I like everybody trying to like work together to solve the riddle even though i think it was like even though i think it's fake in the end yeah because because he kept talking about the sea and the ocean i was like well i'm thinking pirate bay is where this place is at you know but the other stuff i wouldn't be able to figure out when he mentioned the sea i just thought of like surf the web you know 
Hmm. I can see that. I don't know. I usually feel like uh, the amount of money that people spend on making the clues is a good indication of whether it's real or not. All right. So is is that it for our poll data? Or do we have one more? Okay. Unless you dropped one today. I dropped one yesterday or Monday, but if you didn't get it, that's okay. We can use it next time. So, it's time for Mugshotty Pass or Smash. So, Mugshotty number one, she is uh, a 24-year-old woman who participated in a homicide with two male individuals who were both age 17. She shot and killed an 18-year-old boy sitting in his car. So, uh, anybody want to go first? Well, uh, if I can, let me introduce our special guest. Okay, okay. Oh, who do we have? Or walnuts. What do you hear? What do you say? Holy walnuts, Gualtieri, you be channeling over here. I'm back from the void, purgatory, or some shit. This is some satanic black magic bullshit. Qualunque cosa. Anyways, bring on the broads. Smashio or Pasio is the name of the game. Hell yeah, Smashio or Pasio. <laughs> So uh, I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm just I'm just not feeling it, man. She's got some nice hair on her, but you know the face is not doing it for me. Dead eyes. Uh, yeah, something's wrong there, and it looks almost like Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard pass, fellas. Oh There's nothing God. going on behind those eyes. She might be a sociopath. What do you got, soft? Um, I. Wait, we're live streaming right now, right? Yes, we're live. Right <laughs> Do you need? To yeah, I, I can't see. So I'm I'm looking up the Rumble channel right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, does she make you, you soft? Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, let me check. Yeah. Yes. Did you check? Uh, yeah, I checked. Okay, he's soft. Okay. Uh, Polly, what do you think? Ayo, ah, what the fuck is that? Ma, come look at this weird cat over here. Bitch looks more used up than those dirty squeegees at gas stations. I'd sooner spit shine my car than use one of those. And this broad here, my dick would never forgive me if I stuck it in that. That's a pass. And now I need to bleach my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Right, so mugshotty number two. She was arrested for a DUI, failure to yield when entering the roadway. Uh, I don't think she might have been drunk. She looks like she's probably an occasional meth user with those neck tattoos. Yeah. I don't like the subdermal mm. thing, man. But other than that, I think she's cute. She is. Mm, but I think I can fix her. Yeah, it's, I tell you what, drinking and driving, we're doing that together. Damn. I think she, you can make her worse. <laughs> there was so much potential there. I'm just sad about it. Well, I feel like it's all downhill from here, so it's your last chance. Ah, I see. Um, Mr. Walnuts. Uh, would you look at that? It's talent night at the Bada Bing. Remember your miserable fucking deadbeat fathers out there. This is your future princess right here. Dancing on Polly's pole after visiting the casting couch. So anyways, I'd batter binger. I wouldn't wife her or put a bambino in her twat. Daddy. Ha ha. <laughs> okay. Mm. Moving on to the third one. 
it's, so this is mugshotty number three. She was just arrested for DUI. Nothing really special. But but look at her face. She looks like she wants to cry. Like she's almost remorseful that she got caught. Oh yeah. I don't I don't like the frosted tips, man. That's like a style that should have stayed dead from the eighties. And the I'm, eyebrows look a little too drawn. Yeah, yeah, they they look a little bit overdone, overwaxed. Uh, I'm gonna say no on this one. Yeah, that's a pass. The eyebrows are making me say no. This is a pass for me, dog. This looks like a. Uh... Like a Millie Bobby Brown whose eyes are too far apart. <laughs> oh. Nice. I think uh, I think Goku and Vegeta could fight between those eyebrows because there's nothing there to destroy. God damn. I feel like there's plenty of potential there to work with her. Uh, you know, I'd smash her and then work my way up to making her housewife material. Right. So, you, know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, it looks huh. like Corey Fox from D-Ball Money would smash her. Oh, nice. Corey's <laughs> fucking all of them. What the fuck? Uh, what do you think, Mr. Goltieri? I remember the first time I got pinched back in 72. I beat the fuck out of this Irish prick who owed me some money from his loss on a Giants game. How was I supposed to know his brother was a cop? No good potato-eating bastard skipped town after I made bail. I see that son of a bitch I'll murder. Oh, whoops. I uh, lose track of things. Alzheimer's dementia hallucinations or some shit. Brains caputs. Anyways, I'd fuck her. But I'd likely need to put a bullet in her head because looking at her, she'll rat after spending one day in the pen. Tell you what, I'll whack her while she whacks me off. Hey, hey, hey. Mm. <laughs> We're yeah. pretty dark. Well said, Polly. Well said. So we got mugshotty number four. She was arrested for assault and attempt to cause bodily harm. Does that mean she attacked someone and missed? Or her attack didn't do much damage. Um, I would, I would smash. I mean, I don't think she's dangerous because she can't hurt you. She and she looks crazy her. hot too. Yeah, everything about her screams way too high maintenance and insane. Uh, if I can smash and run on this, I'll say yes. You know. Ooh. You know. She reminds me of a hot chick from The Sopranos, actually. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. A little bit of, um, oh, what the hell is her name? Uh, Michael Imperioli's girlfriend, though. Yeah. yeah um, some shit. You know, I, I'd i smash this one. She's got very nice eyes. Um, I'd love to uh, grab the back of her hair while, you know, well, I'm not going to go that far. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Soft? Um, I think I'm going to have to play it safe and take a pass on this one. Ooh. Mostly because I value my life. She that can't hurt you, though. Goal. I don't think she's going to hurt you. She'll miss. She'll attempt it. She'll miss. <laughs> yeah. She'll roll a one again, you know? That's, that's I don't know, hot. mate. <laughs> it's usually the most attractive ones that are the most dangerous. Well, Paulie, that's you had a thing for Adriana. What do you think? Hello, good looking. Praise Mary Joseph, Jesus, and all the saints. This is prime real estate right here, boys. Ooh. A regular Gina Lola Brigida, movie star material, the classy type of movie and not the stuff in the back of video store, a 10 out of 10 guided. If she can cook some perfect gravy and meatballs, uh, meravigliosa. I'd give up my left nut just for a nut. Uh -huh. it? I said nut just for a nut. Uh, you guys don't know comedy. 100% I'd devour her gabagool. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% agree. I mean, I understood it was comedy, but it felt kind of forced. <laughs> so, uh... He said nut for a nut. So mugshotty number five was failure to maintain control of vehicle, driving without a license, operating while intoxicated, and violation of financial liability. So that means she doesn't have insurance. It sounds like a woman moment. It sounds like a total woman moment. Right? And and it looks like she lives out in Iowa. So, you know, she could be a wholesome girl other than her failure to drive correctly. Um, I think I I would smash this cutie. Yeah. That's Absolute smash. smash. Look at all those liberties she's embracing. Oh. Smash and wife her up. The, the, only, the only bad side is I can picture this chick having a bunch of stuffed animals on her bed while you're fucking her. Uh. <laughs> is that better or worse? I don't know. It's like you're performing for the animals. It depends I, how sick you are in the head. Yeah. I feel like it makes it better if they're staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> like an audience? Damn. <laughs> I have a feeling she's secretly a streamer. Yeah, I think I can do that. Maybe she's watching right now. Hey. Hello, Smashable. So, Johnny, me up anytime. Did you did you give your verdict? Um, Smash. Okay. All right. Let's see, Polly. Ooh, I. That's a little young. I'm all for popping a cherry even at my old age, but I need to see some ID, Missy. Now, hypothetically speaking, here. If she's of legal age in the great state of New Jersey, she can be a goomer for sure. I doubt the pixie here can make a ham sandwich. So in summary, I'd fuck her with a condom on. No way she's hitting me with that poorly I'm knocked up bullshit. Damn, yeah, that's right up. Facts. All right, we're moving on to mugshotty number six. So there was an issue with, like, uh, Twitter recently. It wouldn't let you share your shit. Like to uh, Discord or other links, you would just put the link down, but it would show the image. So I just did screenshots. So here we go. Um, she was arrested for injury to personal property and intimidating witnesses, and those look like the eyes of a psychopath. Holy shit! Yeah, that's would, a hard pass for she's, me. She's almost got like the Joker face, you know, like uh, like she's been putting too much injectables into her face, you know, to hide the aging, but you can still see the wrinkles. Uh, I'm gonna pass on this one, man. She looks dangerous. Oh yeah, straight pass. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'd, I'd pass. A small part of me wants to say smash because I don't know the intimidating witness part. I can get down with that. We could work with that, you know? There's, uh, We could do some business. However, it's not worth the risk. Uh-huh. All right. What do you think, Polly? My darling, I've heard of being beaten with the ugly stick, but God should have just finished the job and crushed her skull with it. I got pit bulls more attractive than that leather sack she calls a face. Ooh. It says here she intimidated a witness. I've done some of that in my day, but never with my face. I don't know, boys. Holly ain't buying what you selling based on the tag right here. Now, if she got some great tits and nice ass, we can talk about a paper bag with a hole cut out for the mouth. Till then and only then, it's pass go and keep the $200. Oh, He's going to pay money not to fuck. He started roasting and ended up with a five-course meal. (laughs) (laughs) So our next mugshotty, she was arrested for distribution of four to 12 ounces of marijuana or marijuana concentrate, a class four drug felony. 
Uh, it says Nicole West was the vice president for a chain of cannabis dispensaries in Colorado where they allowed customers to come back multiple times a day buying an ounce at a time when the law was just one ounce. So it looks like she was abusing the law in Colorado to redistribute. So I, I think she's got like a business mentality. She's there to make money, but she's not really smart yeah. about how she's doing it. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's the other way around. That wasn't the law abusing her. It's fucking legal there. Why the hell are they restricting the amount you buy? Am I mm. wrong? Yeah. Capitalism is based. She she yeah. might make a good wife. She might make a good wife. You know. She's she's got a very entrepreneurial spirit. See, I don't know what the two pictures are. I don't know if one's your wrist picture and one's like the regular everyday picture or. One was the pictures Second, of her taken like at the dispensary. I, I don't know. The, I don't think it's a driver's license photo, but it could be. The one on the left is a professional shot for her dispensary. Ah, uh, okay. Hmm. Oh. I know. Uh, I did, uh, yeah. Smash for effort. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know what? I agree with that. Yeah. All right, uh, soft. What you got? I think I'll take a pass on this one. Ooh, okay. Playing. He's playing it safe. Walnuts. What you got? You got a nut for her? I'm conflicted, fellas. On one hand, pot is nothing but a degenerate morion drug. On the other hand, I admire her husper. Real wise guy. Shit here. Respect even without having a pair of balls and pinning. And on the looks department, she's a looker. That one. Real mob boss's wife material here. She can make the bread in both ways. Cooking and dealing. Put me down for smash. Yeah. Yeah, D-balls. She'll get you high for free. Smash. It's got a point. All right. Here we go. So this is Mugshotty number eight. She was arrested for maintaining a common nuisance, selling alcoholic beverages without a license, allowing alcohol on uh, cispremed is without a license, permitting uh, drinking of alcohol without a license, and maintaining disorderly business. So she's a Virginia Beach bar owner who was illegally operating. Um, sounds cool what she was doing, but she looks a bit old for me, man. I'm going to have to pass on this one. For a second there, I thought this was Elvira. No, Elvira's way better looking. Wow. Maybe the Jersey Elvira. <laughs> no, if she was from Jersey, her hair would be bigger. Oh, well, she's got pretty right. big hair. She does look like she spent yeah, a little too much does. time out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not orange enough. You can tell the wrinkles coming in already from drinking too much at her age. Yeah. And smoking. And whatever else. She's probably got like two kids she's abandoned at this point. Yeah. Or they're so working at the Smash once for fun. And that's it. Fun? All right. Uh, uh, I'll smash for the lunch pack. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting some Capri Suns in the morning. Hell yeah, you know, dude. You know what? She's a bar owner. I'll smash uh, after she gets me nice and drunk at her bar for free. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Paulie, what you got? You sure she's not from Jersey? Look at that hair, but I digress with smash. Pussy is pussy no matter how old. As long as the gabagool is wet and tight. Go nuts. Get it? Go nuts. Like, go nuts. But I said go nuts. Ah, whatever. Smash, and I'd bust a nice nut on her benign cancer beauty mark. (laughs) 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 
Oh, is, is a mel- what did a melanoma make you Italian? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so the last one, she's not a mugshotty. She did nothing wrong, but she went incredibly viral because she spotted lizard people on a plane. People were tuning in because they wanted to see what we thought. So I would have to smash. Put a ring on that wife. Yeah, cause she, I mean, she would give you children that could see evil if she can see the lizard people. Yeah, she's a saint. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I figure it hinges on whether or not she really saw them. You know, if we're not dealing, I think with her them, reaction was real. Yeah, no, she's a solid fucking like I eight nine. Like so, yeah, definitely smash, soft. Smash. Okay, he's smashing spooky. What do you think, uh, Pauly? Listen here. I'd fuck her after she receives an exorcism. Running down how I'd lay the pipe on these broads is all well and good. But when it comes to spirits, I'm done. I had enough while I was living, having dead ghouls following me around and laughing at me when I can't reach a poison ivy itch or can't get my dick hard when your mothers are blowing me. <laughs> no, Bastone. Take your crypto Jersey Devil bullshit elsewhere. I don't want none of it. <laughs> Fuck you and this bullshit. And that's what this is, you know. Satanic black magic. Sick shit. Fucking quiz! <laughs> oh shit, according to D-Ball Money, she has other pictures out and she is smoking hot. Well, uh, yeah, you should send them our way because we need proof positive that what you say is true. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. I hear she's missing. No one's seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like she hasn't been available for an interview or anything. So like the last past seventy-two hours plus, probably ninety-six now that no one has seen or heard from her. I've I've seen people saying things that she is an actor and she was making hand signs of Baphomet as above, so below. Like they're trying to push a psyop on us. I've seen other things. Someone else saying that she's a lizard too, but she was shape shifting and calling out another lizard. And that would break my heart if she was a lizard person. I don't know. I but, but at the end, I think everybody in the paranormal community owes a large apology to David Icke. Oh, what a letdown, though. I'm like, all the smash chasers can't get with it. So, moving on to current events. A oh. video purporting to show a body bag being wheeled out in front of the White House It sparked... Conspiracy theories that U.S. President Joe Biden is dead, so the footage at one point features a timestamp dating it to 12.41 p.m. Eastern Time on June 23, 2023. The clip first emerged online shortly after it was recorded, but has since been reposted to Twitter. So after being published by a prominent conspiracy theory account on Sunday as of 3 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday, has been viewed 8.5 billion times, I mean million and despite the timestamp within the video itself and Biden's numerous public appearances since several users republishing it, uh, people have posted that the sitting president was the one in the so-called body bad after having a heart attack or aneurysm. It all follows the uh, emergence of another conspiracy theories concerning Biden, including that he has secretly been replaced by a clone or alleged twin brother. So I think it's silly that he has a twin, but we have believed that Joe Biden has been dead for some time. And we've been seeing images with different ear shapes and eye colors not matching up with the appearance of bad CGI acting up. So actor Strong Rodger appears to be the person playing the role of Joe Biden. And I have a photo of this guy. And tell me if he does not look like the spinning image of the guy you see on TV, you know, eating ice cream and putting his foot in his mouth. 
tripping over. Oh my god, what is that? It's black. It's form. Well, I don't know if he's got the blonde hairy legs, you know. But take a look at this guy. He's an actor. And doesn't he look like the guy who's pretending to be our president? Yeah, wait for the image to show up. Oh, uh, okay. Wow, that is very similar. Thank you. I mean, if the camera's a little bit oh, higher, you could see he had a comb over, right? Ooh, oh, bad. my God. That is the spitting image. No shit. So I'm thinking uh, the actor died and they got to replace him with some other guy. How many Joe Bidens are going to go through through this term? Well, I, I think they've already used four already. So let's see how many they, they can try to get to before to the election. They're pumping them out like Duncan Idaho's from Dune. For real. So, the U.S. Secret Service, like, rushed uh, many outside of the White House on Sunday after it came across what was initially identified as unknown item. So, their uniform division officer located unknown item in the White House complex. You know, the spokesperson had told Fox News, as a precaution, the White House grounds were evacuated. The D.C. Fire Department hazmat team responded. So, now, newly leaked audio clip reported that District of Columbia Fire Emergency Medical Department, you know, has revealed the previous unknown substance tested positive for cocaine hydrochloride, a form of cocaine often used in order to help numb the inside of the nose after a procedure in addition to sometimes being abused for recreational purposes. Now, we know it's more likely that Hunter Biden's cocaine, and because none of the Obama girls were seen in the White House recently, and I think it looks like they're going to try to pin the blame on Kamala Harris because there's a big push to get rid of her and get Gavin Newsom of California in as the next Democratic president. Uh, they would love that. And the newest person getting blamed is the White House staff. And the only way to prove their innocence is drug test everyone for it. And we'll see what happens. Oh, I like this idea. I like cocaine. I mean, if we ever even get, like, the real results of it, which we won't. Yeah. But this is so obviously Hunter that it defies the belief that there's even any questions. All, all his shills are right. crying about it, too, saying it's not his cocaine. You know, you need to prove it. You know, and there's, like, a video clip where he looks like he's doing a bump, you know, bump. Like, we're yeah. like right on, like, the yeah, balcony with his wife and kids, you know. It's like, what the fuck? You know, so. even if you think this doesn't affect you, it does. So Ben and Jerry's founder, Ben Cohen, was arrested Thursday by the Department of Homeland Security uh, Police for blocking the entrance to the Department of Justice building in Washington, D.C., where he was protesting the detainment of Julian Assange. Now, Assange is currently in prison at Belmarsh Prison in London, where he's been smearing his shit on the walls and drawing pictures with it. So he may soon be extradited to the U.S. and possibly suicided, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Now, images... From the scene, show Cohen sitting next to a woman holding a free Assange sign as police and security personnel stood nearby. The later images posted by the Associated Press showed uh, Cohen being led away in handcuffs by these officers. And Ben and Jerry's has also been back in the news because they took recent losses after tweeting an anti-American post for the 4th of July stating that we have nothing to celebrate on stolen land. Now, I quickly responded to this tweet with, when are you leaving? And a tribal chief from Vermont has responded with, if they are truly serious about that statement, then his tribe sure could use some reparations as the ice cream factory is on his ancestral land. Now, I saw this dude's pick, and he looks about as native as Elizabeth Warren. And he's really doing the transracial appearance, and he's not pulling it off. 
But uh, if you would like to pay reparations to my tribe, you can donate to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Atomic Shaman or streamlabs.com forward slash Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge 1 forward slash tip to hear your comment read live on air. Now, normally we also like a Shiller t-shirt. And, uh, well, we got some new t-shirts out, but like the company that's hosting the graphics is screwing me over. So until I find a new host... That gives me better profit sharing. You know, I'll, I'll go back to sharing those T-shirts. So right now, I'm getting screwed over by uh, T Public, and I'm only making one dollar a shirt. So that kind of sucks. And then uh, our we didn't lose our uh, our sponsor. We still have our sponsor, but they're currently like re-imaging uh, or re like uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, reconfiguring their website. So once it gets back up on the 24th of this month, we'll go back to shilling radlight.dev. Um, two strippers from Atlanta were followed home by two men who robbed them at gunpoint after they worked at a BET Awards after party in Los Angeles. The robbers stole $10,000 in cash, stripper clothing, purses on their cell phones. So the surveillance camera showed the two women arriving to their Airbnb exhausted after working hard all day. The gunmen just snatched their bags, which contained cash, the stripper clothing, and also stole their cell phones, leaving them with nothing but the clothes on their back. Shit. <laughs> Seems like the dumbest thing to get robbed coming home from the BET with that much cash. Like, as someone that's run stores and businesses, wouldn't you just be prepared to do the Dropbox thing at night? You know, I don't think they have a bank account because they don't want to pay taxes on that cash. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Respect. They're not reporting their tips. So, a man arrested after he spent 17 years traveling the country with a hacked debit card that gave him the exact money he needed for purchases. Now, I wish I could have found more information about this, but I have a feeling they don't want us to. I mean, if they can print money out of thin air, why can't we spend it out of thin air? That's all I'm saying. Facts, brother. That Isn't dude is a hero. Like <laughs> Dean Winchester or something? Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but I just got like a you know picture clip of him. You know, it didn't, it didn't go mm. much detail. So Russia has doubled the amount of specially trained dolphins to protect its Black Sea fleet. And in Axe Crimea, Ukrainian attacks, according to the UK Ministry of Defense, the animals are believed to be used to detect uh, Ukrainian elite special forces divers with a significant increase in number of floating mammal pens in Sevespol Harbor containing bottlenose dolphins. Now, there are concerns that an attempt at Ukraine to recapture Crimea would be a red line for Russian president, who has strengthened his defensive response with the... uh, use of marina but this isn't new i mean what the russians are doing i mean i believe they've used dolphins to help detect and deploy mines in the past and uh we all know that dolphins are the rapists of the sea so you know i wouldn't you know i'd feel kind of bad if you're like one of these divers forced to go in these russian waters and you get raped by a dolphin i know they do very funny situation going on out Going to pound town, going to pound town. <laughs> so the, the Florida Department of Health issued a statewide alert for four That's people in Sarasota contracted malaria and locally transmitted cases coming after the U.S. Census D- Disease Control Prevention issued a similar notice for Florida and Texas. Now, all individuals that have been treated have recovered. Malaria is still transmitted through infected mosquitoes that uh, De- Florida's Department of Health had stated in release uh, on the 27th. So the agents stated that ground to airborne spring of target mosquitoes will be carried out around Sarasota, which is near Tampa, to uh, 
mitigate transmission. Effective treatment is readily available through hospitals over healthcare providers and individuals in the area with symptoms of fever, chills, sweats, nausea, vomiting, and headaches should seek immediate medical attention. Also provided the public to control the breeding of mosquitoes by eliminating standing water, which is where the mosquitoes lay their eggs. So wouldn't hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin help out with this? And uh, wasn't Bill Gates recently in the news for releasing genetically modified mosquitoes? So I'm kind of wondering, you know... Uh, they related to each other because I just don't think it's a coincidence this shit's happening after this shit's going down. I think it's somewhat related. Well, it has to be. I'm like, if you learn how environmental displacement works, yeah. I don't know. Get ready for the next uh, big pandemic. COVID-19 moment. (laughs) So Raytheon has called in retired engineers to help produce stinger missiles that the U.S. is providing for the Ukraine. And these people or at least in their 70s, and they will be training new people how to build them. Now, I sure hope that they're making the pay worth it for these people to come out of retirement. Or if they did something mean or ruthless, like, hey, we're going to kill, we're going to cut off your fucking pension unless you come yeah. and work for us again, you know? It's like reloading them back in, like, almost like a forced servitude kind of thing, that which would really mm. suck. Mm. So appropriation of Amazonian frog poison, the combo ritual, is killing people. So a man said he had taken part in a combo ritual. So it's the first case of uh, perforated esophagus caused by a combo ritual in Australia, the second combo-related case worldwide. So combo is the name given to the secretions from a species of a giant leaf frog native to South America. It's used in a part of a traditional cleansing ceremony conducted by the indigenous tribes of the Amazon. So during purification rituals a shaman healer burns a line of dots into the participant with the number of burns verifying and uh, depending on factors such as which body part and gender of the participant the combo is then applied to the burns the participant drinks a large amount of liquid before it's applied and while combo is banned in australia sold illegally online and there's no way to tell whether the substance is a legitimate sourced or without harm to the animals so these western Wellness practitioners are exploring people's gullibility and exploring those who are skeptical about Western medicine, but the technique of the shaman healers of these uh, indigenous communities have been doing this for hundreds of years, and they've been trained to safely use the substance for certain specific situations to think that we can just go, you know, into a community, spend a little bit of time, you know, and then take these cultural practices and just take it out for our own use for absolute Western arrogance, you know, um, now, how the wellness movement co-opted the Amazon frog toxin with its deadly effects and the secretion used in tribal cleansing ceremonies has been implicating deaths worldwide, and the experts are just sounding the alarm. Hmm. Um, so Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are supposed to be having a cage match. Dana White at UFC is all in for yeah. it. And there's talk about this taking place in Las Vegas, and now there's talk of it having it in Rome's Coliseum. And Elon's mm. mom said the fight is off, so I don't know if her, like, she can just call it off because she's his mom. I mean, he's a grown man. Now, the thing is, unless Elon Musk has an exoskeleton suit powered by Tesla technology, I don't think he can defeat a reptilian android with an obvious strength advantage. And Yeah, I think, I think Zuckerberg got this one in the bag. Yeah, so this is like, to me, a literal bread and circus, you know, because I think emperors even fought each other during the fall of Rome, and I feel it's very symbolic. Like, this is a type of ritual to have us, like, distracted. That is true. 
However, I want to see Elon Musk beat the shit out of Zuckerberg for all the zuckings he's given me over my career on Facebook. Well, the, so. the, thing, the thing is, like, you know, Elon Musk is probably, like, the underdog favorite. But, like, at the same time, man, like, uh, he's talking a lot of shit. And I have a feeling he's going to get his ass kicked. I just, I don't see him training or anything for the fight, you know? I know. Unfortunately, I hope he takes it seriously because I want to see that fuck get his face knocked off so well, badly. Well, he wasn't just, like, talking shit to... To Zuckerberg, he's also talking uh, shit to like Jeff Bezos. He got blocked by him. <laughs> oh damn! I was really hoping they would get him in it too. So <laughs> that'd be weird. So remember, like the countdown for Ocean Gate submersible, you know, for our last, yeah. you know, before they ran it. Well, apparently it imploded like two Sundays ago, and it was detected by the U.S. Navy. But the information didn't get released until the Thursday, and there's a picture of like an Xbox controller at the bottom of the ocean. And I feel like we're memeing reality into existence. And this doesn't feel real anymore. Because right. I know we discussed how the Titanic sinking was a way to fake someone's death. And it sort of feels like they're doing this again to fake the sinking of this sub uh, with, like, other billionaires on board because, you know, they want it to disappear or whatever. I mean, what do, you guys, what, what do you guys think about that? I think the Titanic sub thing is legit. Because there are people out there who are, like, dumb enough to think that a gaming controller is, like, the ultimate steering wheel. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, and cuts were cost at every single corner possible. In yeah, this he was getting parts for, like, Home Depot and shit. And yeah. He didn't want um, experts building his shit. He just wanted the most diverse, like, inspiring crew to build it. And I think this whole Titanic situation, from the Titanic to the Titan... It's just a real illustration of um, the folly of man and the arrogance of man. Um, because every single time we go Titanic-themed over right over there, disaster. It's always going to be bad there. So, moving on to the subject of New Jersey. Beard, can you tell us about what some of the things that makes uh, New Jersey weird? Well, jug handles. <laughs> Oh, can you can you explain can you explain what the jug handle is in traffic for those who have not driven in the Garden State? Oh man, for real. Uh, all right, so uh, we always turn right to make a left hand turn. That's the joke. So, uh, if you're going down a major route or highway, typically you have to stay in the right lane, and there's a divergent after the light in front of you, where you go around into what would be. I guess in technical terms, like a single leaf of a clover, uh, in order to do 90 degrees where you would be turning left, and then you, you shoot back out the other direction turning left. It's bizarre. Uh, yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. no turning Instead lanes. Of, no, there's no turning left lanes at traffic lights. You have to, like I said, get up the diverge on the right and take like a clover leaf over to the other side. Uh, yeah, pork roll. We were just talking about that earlier. Oh yeah. You can't even pump your own gas in New Jersey. No, well, so, no, it's illegal. Yeah, and that's the beauty, actually. Because since it's in the middle of winter and it's freezing cold, you don't have to get out to pump your own gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you have to get out, go to the fucking uh, uh, clerk or whatever in the convenience store. There's someone at the pump for you. Um, with the vast majority of, I think, our, our pumps being 24-7 as well. 
Um, yeah. So it's not like you have to get there before like fucking 10 o'clock on a fucking Monday. You can go there at like two in the morning. Uh, that's another weird one. Saved my uh, ass a few times. Yeah, I was going to say, there's also cutoff times in New Jersey for uh, uh, when you're able to sell soft and hard alcohol. That's 10 o'clock sharp. And I just thought it was one of the weirder things I'd ever seen. Because you go to a bar and you discover really quick, after a certain time, you can't order mixed drinks anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, w- what are some of the other weird ones? Like, I'm sure if I thought about it more. I'm wondering about this gas station thing. Like, does a gas station hire somebody for the pump, or is it a crackhead yep. who hangs out out there? <laughs> yeah, they, they hired someone for the pump. Yeah, it's yeah. like a gas station attendant. He's got like a uniform on. You know, he's like yeah. the face of the company kind of thing. The beautiful, yep. the beautiful part of it. Say like you're going to a Wawa, which is a very New Jersey thing. Some of you guys in Pennsylvania well, and straight from Florida. Thing. Yeah, Quick Checks, New Jersey. Okay, Quick Check as well. Yeah. But um, like you just go to the pump. You go, hey, I'm gonna pay inside. I'm gonna go grab a coffee and you know whatever. You go, I'm gonna go pay inside. They go, okay, here's your pump number. Go inside. You grab it. You pay there. By the time you're back, car's all filled up. It's a beautiful based. thing. Yeah, that's pretty based. Some nice stuff like that. Yeah, and then there's yeah, quick check is a thing in New Jersey. I thought quick stop was a thing. Stores, no quick check. That's a 24-hour convenience store that's ubiquitous with the state. For whatever reason, they refuse to expand in any other state. And they're trying to fucking own the goddamn convenience thing. But uh, th- they started in, um, uh, what is it, Hopaklong, New Jersey, and Rant- and uh, Netcom. Mm. Um, the two locations as a 24-hour deli. Uh, and just grew and grew and grew into having a bunch of locations and then turned themselves into, like, um, the convenience gas and checkout. Uh, but it's really kind of cool, because I can't think of too many, um, uh, uh, gas, you know, like, places you could pick up gas and get, like, a, a solid meal from a fucking deli at the same time. Yeah. That's a thing out here. BPs with, uh, subways connected to them? No, Subway sucks ass. No way. Yeah, Subway's no. terrible. I, I wouldn't no. move to Subway. No, dude, this is like their own in-house, you know, whatever. But they yeah. um, they don't put sadness and shame in their sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. And ask for a tip. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, because this is a very divisive thing I'm about to say. I think Quick Ooh. Check is better than Wawa. By far. I agree. See, I don't I remember agree. going to a Quick Check, so I'm going to have to have that experience. But you know, I, I, scary... I did love Wawa when I was in PA. Wawa is good. You know what's a very divisive thing to say, and I'm going to say it because I just had it. New Jersey pizza is better than New York pizza. Facts. Facts, brother. Thank you. And why? Because the the people from New York came here so they could make the pizza they wanted. Oh, shit. Like, it's true. And they're going to keep doing it. You know why? Because you can't fucking burn coal or goddamn wood in New York anymore if you want to do it. Oh, that Mm -hmm. makes sense because wood fire pizza, that's the shit, man. About to have another Italian exodus from New York down to New uh, Jersey. Exactly. Just saying. Just throwing it what out there. What about the hot dogs? Like... Are the hot dogs any better? Oh. No. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I'd put them on par. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, there's not much Jersey pride around hot dogs, though. Yeah. It's uh, it's mainly pizza. Yeah, that that's the big thing. 
Uh, I will say we have some like really killer like uh, Spanish food in some places though. Yes. Insane. One hundred percent. I'm like, what other weird New Jersey things? I'm like, weird facts. Uh, oh, we're the home of Thomas Edison's house. Yes. Uh, George Washington, I think, had two homes here and one estate. Uh, like, there's a whole bunch of history of New Jersey. Um, yeah. But then again, it's one of the original 13, like, territory of the original 13 colonies. So, uh, I don't know. I wonder what, what happened to the old Jersey. Uh, I, think, right? I think old Jersey is in what England? I think it's off the coast of England. I think it's like an island. Don't quote me on that. Cause I'm I think there's a breed idiot, of cattle but... named after it too. But you know, Frank Castle is from New Jersey. Facts. Uh, yeah, we got we got the best antihero. And I could just keep going. There's all kinds of like I said, but you start to think about uh, the things that make new jersey unique it's actually it's geography um it's ubiquitous with international trade uh because we're in the right part of the eastern seaboard to accommodate the tw- 12 hour drive north and south for the sake of delivering to other central hubs um so one of the things that's especially unique for everyone that buys shit online is we generally only have to wait two nights uh, for the basic processing of freight to get anything we order online so we don't have to pay for the first class shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and, and then, like, thing. back in the day, I used to do a bunch of inboard shipping, so there was a bunch of canals in New Jersey, and they used it the canals to, like, move freight yep. and supplies inland because uh, they didn't have, what, a railway system? It was, like, better than that or something? So, um, yep, yeah, they had a whole bunch of canals. I'm like, and that goes back to the mining era. Um, the Ford, Ford Fache, the guy who owned the largest iron re- like mine in the United States during the time of the Civil War, um, some people would argue because of him we were able to win the Civil War uh, because the distribution of iron was entirely uninterrupted because of his network of canals uh, that he had managed. Um, and, uh, I think, I think the mining facilities owned by Tilcon now, but it's still entire, like it's, it's huge. Um, uh, I've been part of the historical society in that area just so I could see the crazy shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, the mansion that used to be his home is now, um, the dormitory for an art school (laughs) and a handful of the other buildings that he did as well, um, because they were part of the estate at the time it went up for sale. Uh, yeah. Um, but that's also where certain places get their name, like Mine Hill, I think, was the peak um, in terms of elevation during mining operations. So you would have everything going downhill from there, hence Mine Hill. Uh, into the railway stations and everything else. They literally just laid track using fucking gravity uh, one way. Uh, yeah. And if you start wandering around the woods up in that area, you'll find fenced off places that tell you not to fucking go in there because they're just open access holes to mines that are unstable now. And then we had Titan um, a dynamite manufacturing facility up until the late 90s when the thing fucking blew up near Mine Hill 
That's a whole mm. other story. Um, but uh, what is it? The northwestern peak of New Jersey, I think, has the tallest watershed on the eastern seaboard. Um, so if you're living in the lower New York, western New York or northern New Jersey area, you're actually getting what might be considered some of the cleanest water in the country. Uh, and it's crazy if you go up there near Walpack, uh, near the peak of it, you, you you can straight up look into the water. It's like looking through crystal liquid. It's like fucking insane. Um, man, I could just keep going. <laughs> Shit, I, keep, I lived here way too fucking long. What Bro, is Jersey, Jersey doesn't get enough good things said about it. Keep on going, brother. I would love that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, and I'm just talking about one section of it. I'm trying to think of stuff that's on the New York new jersey border i'm not thinking of the other stuff like we were talking about a little earlier like most people don't understand how important new jersey is to equestrianism on the international stage so we have the united states olympic equestrian training center located in the center of our state um so for all you guys that like horses i hate to break it to you like you can't love horses and not New Jersey if you have any appreciation for for the sport of equestrianism. Um, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. That's just the other direction. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, holy crap. I'm like, and I was going to be getting to, for, for my little thing, to Greystone. Um, but before I get to that, I should also point out, like, one of the things that's very especially unique to the area I grew up in and northern New Jersey, the southern New York area, western New York, is that, like, uh, through the 70s and 80s, the depictions of horror movies and scary shit were lent from that area to film. So places like Crystal Lake, where Friday the 13th took place, were, were built, you know, like, the, the set or location at a actual campground in new jersey that people from new york went to um mm. uh, you know like and all kinds of things like that um but this is where i get to graystone because for everyone that's interested in taking a look at horror movies that have insane asylums and crazy shit um it is uh the definitive touchstone where inspiration comes from for the depiction of like insane asylums in most movies and if you look at the second what is it the second era victorian architecture style with the was done in with this crazy main building with creeping ivy on it and two huge ass wings that go out to forever on a giant fucking piece of land where you can fit everything like mines underground tunnels uh, um, a greenhouse, a library, like a fire department, uh, like you name it, everything, everything. Um, you start to realize really quickly if you watch a movie like Shutter Island, all Martin Scorsese did was take what he understood about Greystone and transplant it on an island for an awesome thriller. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it's also considered one of the most haunted places in the world today. Um, yeah, one of those on the topic of that, uh, the asylums, there's a very famous one that's actually nearby me, which I'm sure you guys are aware of. It's the old Marlboro uh, Psychiatric Hospital. Yep, that that's has some the one. real serious problems, too. 
Bro. And and yeah, I think a lot of people confuse the um, really violent, terrible stories that are actually from Marlboro with Greystone. Yes. What's yeah. the backstory of that place? Oh, Which one? I think uh, we'll start with Marlboro. I hope I said that right. No, Marlboro's correct. Just like a cigarette. No relation, yep. though. Um, yeah. I think it just got shut down in, I think, like, 98, I want to say. Uh, I don't know what the reason for it being shut down was. I don't know off the top of my head. Because there's a lot of conjecture, and I don't want to put out misinformation. But, um, I will tell you, that place is fucking haunted as someone who has oh, yeah. may- maybe allegedly possibly snuck in there a couple times. Um, that place is terrifying. But, uh, I'll, I'll go straight into my main piece, because I was going to do all about Greystone, now that you got me reminiscing about fucking New Jersey shit. I'll get more to shut the point up, here. Shut up, Boomer. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Right? <laughs> but, uh, no, Greystone... The Gray Skull. Yeah, Greystone was built in 1876, um, and it was built to alleviate overcrowding from the state's own lunatic asylum uh, that was in Trenton, the capital of the state, mm. uh, as a way to outlet overflow. Um, when it was being put together, they wanted to accommodate the facility by having this huge ass space of land with absolutely everything they could build on it. Uh, it was originally built to accommodate 350 people. The facility, having expanded several times, reached a high of over 7,700 patients, resulting in unprecedented overcrowding conditions. Um, the base building, the Kirk Bride building, was the largest continuous foundation um, of building plot in the United States up until the time that the Pentagon was built in 1943. Uh, just to give you an idea of how large it actually is, um, it's it it yeah nothing rivaled its size in terms of a single building with foundation until 1943, and it was the Pentagon that out fucking did it. Um, 2008, the facility was ordered to be closed. Uh, demolition of the main Kirkbride building began in April of 2015, and it was completed by October. Uh, Conceived in the early 1870s at the per, um, at the persistent lobbying of Dorothea Dix, a nurse who was an advocate for better health care for people with mental illness, it was built. Um, the New Jersey legislator appropriated $2.5 million. Putting that in perspective, in 1870, yeah, that's gold back money. If you mm-hmm. want to put that in perspective, that might be as much money as we sent to Ukraine if we, like, you know, account for inflation. Uh, to obtain about 743 acres um, of land and make a second lunatic asylum. That's what they were called then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot of land contained fertile soil, rock quarries um, for mining stone, sand pits for building materials, and everything. So, they essentially used the land itself to source the materials for building the facility as well, which is pretty incredible. But um, um, the ward they made was split into two wings. There was to be no communication between the wards. The corridors served the purpose of making sure that if a fire were to happen, because fires were not uncommon in loony bins, um, to keep the ward separate so that only one wing would burn down. 
in the event of an emergency. The wards were furnished with high quality materials such as wool rugs, pianos, and fresh flowers. So now we're getting to not just that Victorian image of a fucking um, uh, insane asylum that I already mentioned, but some of the dressings you're used to seeing in movies where they have the phonograph, some asshole playing the piano. I don't know why every goddamn film has to have someone who's only been playing the piano, but they do it. <laughs> they always have someone with a Napoleon hat on, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Must be creepy, uh, I guess. I guess. But, I mean, like, but this is where some of the depictions come from, you know? I'm like, an industrial building opened in, ni- in 1894, following or allowing for more jobs and more patients. Um, and this meant there was more, more ability for the patients because they believed in work rehabilitation to farm, build things, work on the grounds and all the rest. Um, whether it included working in a field or doing forestry because the place was so damn large. 1895, the state lunatic asylum was operating at 365 patients over capacity. The overcrowding was a major health concern, and cluddiness was an issue, resulting in outbreaks of typhoid. Um, soon, it occupied 1,189 patients, um, and the there were bedding problems. Um, this meant that uh, holding on to 800 extra patients overnight, that they had to set up cots every night, and frequently, like, the patients would shit in the cots or whatever the fuck is wrong with them and they would never have time to clean up the cots they'd just fold them down and have to reuse them the next night oh. so it led to some really oh that is problems. gross yeah uh it was well documented and like and keeping in mind given how inhumane those circumstances were i'm not even getting into some of the cases of abuses surrounding this kind of thing but we'll in 1901, the new dormitory building was built, and it was completed um, um, and quickly filled, like, no problem because of the overfolding. Otto Adolf Koch. Otto Koch was a German immigrant who moved to New Jersey from World War I. Uh, he was the landscaper, and he won international awards and acclaim for his florist work. Uh, in the honor of uh, of this, they named the avenue that the building is placed on after him. So, um, um, I, I make a point of saying that, even though it's a little before the time, because, uh, uh, you know the trope of a fucking gardener who's creepo? Oh, yeah. Or that, for that matter, a physician that, like, happens to be into gardening, you know, at a psych ward? Like, I don't know. Auto made like gardening ubiquitous with creepy lunatic bins, but that's a whole different conversation. Uh, random side piece there. 1903, the hospital over has over 1,500 patients, causing overcrowding again, and they install state-of-the-art electroconvulsive therapy room. And <laughs> in the women's wing, they installed a hydrotherapy room. Hmm. See where this is going. Yeah. In 1911, the newly renamed State Asylum of Morris Plains held 2,672 patients. And they opened a photography department um, that was meant to start establishing the living conditions and and all that kinds of stuff and disorder. Uh, it, 
resulted in the state being involved in the reform of the asylum, uh, but also gives us a lot of the recorded pictures we have in popular culture from asylums, if you're talking about black and white picture takings. Uh, again, going back to like, yeah, this is actually the touchstone of popular culture for for a lot of the shit, because that was 1911. Um, the number of places on planet Earth that had a photo department probably count on like fucking two hands. Um, dental clinic opened. Uh, they had a tuberculosis pavilion. Uh, they had a large fire department house. That's right. They had their own fire department. Uh, they did enlargements to the greenhouse and created a piggery so that they could raise their own pigs. And in 1916, a woman began participating in the sewing and arts and crafts at the top floor of the industrial building. That's right, industrial building. Because they believe <laughs> in work rehabilitation. Um, in 1917, uh, they created annexes, annexes to the dormitory building, open to provide more space for housing, and they built the Voorhees Cottage and Night Cottage. But was meant to home nurses as well as physicians and superintendents. So this is and where yes, we get the name Voorhees from Jason? Correct. I was going to say, spelt V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S. Voorhees. Just no like kidding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not even... Yeah, we could do a whole separate thing on the Voorhees family. Anyway, 1923. Psychiatric Clinic Reception Building was opened... Uh, and had operation rooms. So, hey, lobotomies, woo-wee. Um, psycholo- <laughs> <laughs> so social services departments was instituted in charge of letting patients out for trial visits to help them assimilate back into the real world. So, in all fairness, as terrible as Greystone might be, they were one of the first facilities in the world to start doing outpatient treatment. Uh, to try and re-normalize people back into everyday settings, um, which is really progressive if you know if you start thinking about the time. 1928, they built a new fire station. They built their own goddamn power plant. They built a greenhouse and an auxiliary building. Uh, At what and... point does this just become its own self-contained city? Yeah, yeah, right? I'm like, it kind of is. Uh, men's occupational therapy building opened allowing for patients to take on new duties and in service of hospitals such as tailoring and woodworking in 1929 and 1931 uh, to 1931 three fires broke out patients were tied to trees by the firemen using ropes to prevent them from evacuation um, so there are some horror stories there you can look into if you want to look the stuff up. I'm pretty sure if you look, you can find news articles. Uh, but yeah, yeah. What this place did have fires. They, they lit the fire department literally tied the crazies to trees and you'll find stories of people dying from being burnt to trees and other things accidentally. Um, How do you accidentally get burned to a tree? Mm-hmm. Marlboro psychiatric <laughs> hospital. In 1931, Greystone officials were faced with a new problem. Patients transferred to Marlboro had to pass a series of tests. So Marlboro was built to be a small but state-of-the-art facility 
So it didn't have as many resources as Greystone. But because they were able to focus on um, things like uh, vets returning from the First World War for for what was just shell shock then and not PTSD, um, they did what they could to accommodate physically capable patients, which was good for Greystone because it meant it was able to finally uh, solve some of the overpopulation. It was bad because Marlboro started taking on the functional uh, adults that were part of its residency and leaving the crazies uh, to take up most of the space. Um, with that said, Marlboro has its own kind of mixed history because, you, like I said, you're talking about shell shock people with a lot of violence involved there. Um, but yeah, um, like, yeah, so often the most able body patients were moved to the Marlboro campus, leaving older and more seriously mentally ill patients behind. Um, the change in the population uh, resulted in some pretty serious problems and occupational problems. 1974, Greystone Psychiatric Hospital was forced to build community homes for patients to provide halfway house type living situations. Um, let's see, 20 in, in quote, independent living cottages opened in 1982 and in 1984. In 1990, patients' escapes became commonplace because they had loosened up the rigorous measures by having things like halfway home style facilities and cottages. Um, staff were accused of abusing and raping female residents with several of the residents becoming pregnant. In 1997, um, tuberculosis, a, a, a tuberculosis, the tuberculosis pavilion was demolished. So was the morgue. Yes, they had their own morgue. So yes, it was like a city. Uh, yeah, it sounds like so a self-contained city. Yep. Um, so was the print and tailor shops and several employee dormitories and colleges. It's also important to note, give you some perspective. Um, Greystone had its own newspaper circulated on a daily basis. No shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it really was its own contained city. Had its own cemetery. Had its own <laughs> clock tower. Um, and a handful of other things. So, it Its own school, too? Um, I don't think that it technically had a school, but it did have re educational rehabilitation facilities. Mm. Um, a school yeah. by another name. Right. Um, yeah, so then they were ordered... Uh, ordered... That, that, what the hell did I write that? Uh, but yeah, they were ordered to freaking close uh, a lot of the facilities. Uh, in 2001, Morris County purchased approximately 300 acres of the Greystone Psychiatric Center property for $1. With the stipulation... I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that's exactly right. Hey, I got that one. It was free real estate. Um, yeah, um, like, uh, but yeah, so the, the whole idea was it was under the stipulation that they would clean up the area. Since the buildings were in such huge disrepair, asbestos in the walls and all the other stuff. Um, in 2005, they began the demolition of the dormitories, uh, New Jersey healthcare facilities, uh, financing authority closed a $186,565,000 bond 
issued on behalf of the state of New Jersey Department of Human Services for the completion of a new 43,000 or 460,000 square foot uh, Greystone Psychiatric Hospital, still with a shortage of about 75 beds. And uh, if you go there today, that's usually what you're driving up to. And it looks kind of like, I don't know, any old hospital dormitory instead of like the historic thing. You have to be able to drive around to find the other shit. But in 2008, patients were moved into the hospital building. So there's the abridged version of its past. Um, But as a point of reference, it has been used as a filming location in a whole bunch of movies, including 1981 Ghost Story, In the Spirit, 1990, King of New York, 1990, Age of Innocence, 1993. Uh, I I could just keep going. Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, Part 3, Season 9, The Curse of the Jade Scorpion, Ritual, Station Agent, Stay, War of the Worlds, The Poke Heaps, Heaps, The Wrestler, The Mighty Max, The Hungry Ghost, We Need to Talk About Kevin, In the Family, Greystone Park, Silent Hill Revelations, Killing Them Softly, Altered Minds, The Amateur, Captive, Dementia, Eloise, Strangers Pray at Night, Children of the Corn Runaway. So, there you go. Um, So these two places were like the birthplace of like all the modern horror tropes, right? Pretty much. Uh, At least, you know, like with the Looney Bin shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and notable patients include Enoch Bellis, who is the American painter widely regarded as one of the first pinup artists. He's responsible for um, the Vargas Windy Girl. Oh, I'm a big that's fan the of pinup that. girl that's pin that's the pinup on Zippo lighters. Woodrow Wilson Guthrie, uh, American songwriter, folk singer, and all that shit. He's most famous for "This Land Is Your Land." Hmm. Um, uh, and the good nurse, if you know who that is, Charles Cullen, uh, a serial killer who was a nurse for 16 years going hospital to hospital, who we think killed hundreds of people, have only been able to confirm nine, 29 of the, I think, 60 or 80 murders he confessed to or some shit like that. Oh my lord. Yeah, yeah, some wild shit there. Uh, and 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 let me put that in perspective. He is a patient now. He's not dead like the other guys. God damn. But um, uh, uh, the whispering. Some of the stories, if you want to know them by name, if you're trying to look for them online, I was having trouble doing this, so I got some help from Chat GTP to kind of shake this shit down so I could find it. The actual titles of the stories you're looking for if you want some scary stories from Greystone are The Whispering Woman, Haunting the Halls of Greystone, The Wailing Man, Tormented Soul of Greystone, Park, The Shadow Watcher, Malevolence in the Darkness of Greystone, The Cries of the Forgotten, Ghostly Echoes at Greystone Park, The Lost Souls of Greystone, Trapped Within the Asylum, Dark Whispers from the Basement, Secrets of Greystone, The Haunted Ward, Visions of Horror at Greystone, Beyond the Veil, Encounters with the Paranormal at Greystone, Shadows of Despair, The Sinister Presence of Greystone, Tales from the Asylum, 
Ghostly Legends of Greystone Park. Um, yeah, and I could keep going. I have the story of the Whispering Woman, uh, like an abridged one. But uh, I, I just realized I just fucking talked for how long? And we got we got like the Jersey Devil to listen to, man. Yeah, so so Doge <laughs> from New Jersey, what can you tell us about the Jersey Devil and the Pine Barrens? Oh, well, Pine Barrens, uh, that's a whole other story altogether. There's a ton of bad shit down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, my God. I'll cover the other cryptids. Yeah, well, all the cryptids, not just cryptids. I'm talking about like also like uh, disappearing people. Disappearing people. There's like groups of people. I think during, um, I think they were like loyalists during the revolution. Um, yep. Like escaped down there as well as like, um, you know, some other just like degenerate kinds there. Apparently, also Captain Kid uh, supposedly buried his uh, treasure down there as well. Um. So there's a lot of interesting shit going on down there. And not even talking about mob-related crap. Oh, but, yeah, uh, without even getting to that. Yeah. But the Jersey Devil, um, which other people might know if you're, like, from Pennsylvania, as uh, the Leeds Devil, named after, like, the family that the devil was apparently spawned from. Um, he's, like, this... One of the first American cryptids, um, as far as I'm really aware timeline wise mm. i mean like american american not like uh you know like when he goes or shit yeah because because yeah. i'm thinking like what the mothman would be another yeah that would be another one but like this thing looks like this horrible kind of horse with wings and like it's a biped as well um but it was spawned from uh the Leeds family which uh, the father of the Leeds family, who I'm trying to remember the name of, I think it was, um, he was like a rival, like a political rival of Benjamin Franklin. I think his name was like Daniel Leeds. Um, he was a former Quaker turned like Anglican um, esoterist. One might even say a Satanist because he studied shit like occultism, demonology, um, Things like that. So it's kind of easy to see where, you know, oops, maybe I gave or I made my wife give birth to a uh, to a devil. Oopsie. But the Jersey Devil was originally born as a um, like a human being, right? Uh, it was the 13th child of the Leeds family. But um, shortly after birth was like transformed into the form that we are aware of now and it's very interesting because the Leeds devil or the jersey devil has been has numerous sightings throughout its entire like history ever since it was um originally conceived which i think was around the early 1700s uh I think it was like around 1740 or like 1736, somewhere yeah, in between the, there. The 1800s, we know, or rather the 1700s, the 18th century. I can't find a specific date for it either. I tried. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. It's hard to hard to discern. So I've heard of possible modern sightings near Fort Dix, New Jersey, because they do like a land nav course at nighttime. 
Yes. And the army has to do this shit. And there's like a bonus section that if they can clear it to this bonus section of back, they'll get like, I forget what they were promised. But they're claiming near this bonus section, they believe a hive or nest of these Jersey devils are present because no one has made it through this area. Like verified. Mm. And and there's like other weird shit going on there because between Fort Dix and like, was it uh, McGuire Air Force Base? Like, I forgot how long ago it was. They claimed that there was an alien that escaped. And, like, it was gunned down on the flight line. Ah, yeah. Well, it's hard to tell so if that would be the double of those things? Potentially. Like a nest or a hive. What, what, whatever you... Yeah, because, like, everybody who goes near this bonus area of this land nav course for nighttime, they always freak the fuck out. And they don't make yeah. it all the way there. And I've talked with guys that, that, that tried to do it. That they were uh, like doing their training regiment over there, and they were like, "I'm gonna do it. I don't see why not." And they all chickened out, and they couldn't explain why. Uh, they were just like, "That's not even like, I'm not the type of guy to do that." <laughs> yeah, that's freaky. Something hits them. I tell you know. what, man. There's, I think, I definitely think Jersey Devil's real. For I sure. wonder if it's like a ley line. I don't know, but I've I've heard like people say that you could supposedly summon them. So like on the night of a full moon, if you get like a six pack of core silver bullets, because I guess they're very reflective, and you hang them on a tree, a Jersey Devil will come down to pick them up. Oh, well, I guess yeah. he's not going to come after the bud if he doesn't want to be gay. Well, it's course, <laughs> it's not Bud Light. So. Yeah, who knows if he's like a devil, he might go after that. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Sounds like we need to call the Doom Slayer. <laughs> I mean, I might go do this experiment my, myself, and if you don't hear from me, well, the devil got me. So Ooh, that sounds uh, pretty legit. <laughs> uh, there's actually even stories of um, a few a uh, few people firing upon the Jersey Devil, and you know nothing had come from it. There's a few famous people who have claimed to have even seen him, like. Uh, Napoleon's older brother, uh, Joseph Bonaparte, apparently saw him in around the uh, 1820 when he was on a hunting trip in Bordentown. Oh, wow. Which is very interesting. Um, again, another one who fired upon him was uh, Commodore's uh, Stephen Decatur. He sighted uh, a flying creature, apparently, fired a cannonball directly upon it, and it had no effect. So this thing doesn't sound like it's physical. It almost sounds like a spiritual being now. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I like like I said, I think he exists and uh it's fucked up. It's really uh, fucked up. So so I've got some other creatures that supposedly live in New Jersey that are the cryptovite uh variety. So there's one called the Sandy Hook Sea Serpent. This has nothing to do with the school that, uh, you know, a certain water filter <laughs> salesman's getting sued over. So Different Sandy Hook. Yeah, so <laughs> the first sighting of this giant sea creature was all the way back in November of 1879. At this time, the beast was thought to be nothing more than a giant squid, but reports of the sea monsters being sighted off the coast begin to appear all over the state. So most of these stories are described as the Sandy Hook Sea Serpent as being 50 foot long and having an outline 
of a serpentine, and its head was said to be small in size, its shape resembling a bulldog with two short horns just above the eyes. The creature's snake-like body was said to have formed a pointed tail with a, like a sharp knife. What's even more terrifying in its appearance, it said the creature was said to lift its head from the water and let out a blood-curdling scream. Yeah. Like the cousin to Champ? Um, like I don't know. Well, Champ's like a, like a, what's it called? A lake monster, not like an ocean kind of dwelling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so say. there's another one. This one's called the Spook Rabbit, and I'm not being racist or yep. anything, but the Spook <laughs> Rabbit, while dangerous, is easily the cutest of the cryptids found in New Jersey. So the residents of Harmony Township have been claiming that their yep. county uh, is the home of a strange menace over the last 120 years. So according to local legend, Spook Rabbits are extremely tough for their small size and are actually capable of evading bullets. These fluffy killers make their homes in the hills of the, or the, the, the county, which are known for venturing out in packs with goals of attacking hunting dogs and avenging deaths of their companions. So this sounds like, sounds like the rabbit that's kicking everyone's ass at like uh, Monty Python or the Holy Grail kind of yeah. thing. I was thinking just that. Yeah, the, they went on yeah. their crusade to New Jersey. They got yeah. their throats ripped out. <laughs> Sharp point of teeth. <laughs> So uh, New Jersey. I'll say there's people in other parts of the state that'll tell you stories about it. I know up in Hope, New Jersey, where they grow a lot of the um, uh, grapes for wine. A lot of people stopped growing livestock because they kept saying it was getting killed by the spook rabbits. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a whole different story. If so, that's the case, then we already know its weakness. <laughs> but it's right next to the land of make-believe, so... That's so there's another story. thing in New Jersey. It's called the Big Red Eye. So the Big Red Eye is New Jersey's own version of the Bigfoot. So while the description yep. of the creature generally matches that of Bigfoot with the long hair and the ability to walk on its hind legs, it differs that the infamous uh, cryptid dude with glowing red eyes. So even though uh, most Bigfoot, the Big Red Eye sightings have taken place in the northwest corner of the states, generally believed it uh, has a much larger roaming area uh, several residents of Sussex County have also claimed to hear the constant sound of primitive wailing noises coming from the woods, lasting for hours at a time. Oh, we've got a donation from Animal Kelly. He has donated $20, and he says that the spook rabbit, Oh, Lord, them folks want my feet for the good luck and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's another one that, these uh, cryptids. It sounds a little racist as well. It's called the Hoboken Monkey Man. So the Hoboken Mm. Monkey Man is an unlikely cryptid that's been rumored to stalk the children of Hoboken, New Jersey for the last 30 to 40 years. And so when school began in 1982, so did stories of this half-man, half-monkey monster. These stories usually depict this ape-like creature as extremely violent, being known for kidnapping some children and throwing others from windows. So most people choose to believe that this creature was only invented by children to explain several kidnappings that happened in the area around the time, but others swear by its existence to this day. Yeah. You know, I heard an interesting theory that most of the Bigfoot that have been sighted are actually modern-day sightings of the giant ground sloth. That would be cool if that was true. That, I don't know, man. Like... That would have to be a really big sloth, but aren't they slow moving? They're a sloth, yeah. And and how would you explain the rocks getting thrown at them? You know, when you get near the territories and the hooping noises, you know. Uh, 
I, I haven't heard that theory before. Uh, so here's another one. This is the Lake Hopatcong Sea Monster. Now, I've actually been out to that lake. Hopatcong. Yeah. And uh, I've eaten at, uh, what's it called? Uh, Napoli's. A rec- I, I highly recommend that restaurant. It's pretty good. I know the people there. So anyways, the Lake Hopatcong Sea Monster, more affectionately known as Hoppy, is the first documented in a ni- 1894 issue of the Lake Hopatcong Angler. The article described the creature with the head of a large dog, the body of an extremely long snake. The Lake uh, Hopatcong sea monster is usually reported to be seen near the inlet of the river Styx. Since the height of the Hopi's popularity, other strange creatures thought to be a boa constrictor has entered the waterways and began tormenting the locals. Yeah, the river Styx is... I don't know why anyone... I, I mean... Okay, so I'm from the town that the River Styx runs through, and the River Styx Bridge, and I grew up in the Devil's Footprint. Two other things to talk about, but um, uh, yeah, like I, I don't, I, I never understood how that got around. So, like here's... coming from Opakong, I know about snakes that got led into the lake, though. But a head of a dog, you know, that doesn't sound like a snake, you know. People just fucking do too much drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this one, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it right. So it's called the the Wemeted Goonies, and yeah, it's it's like <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's like this. It's it's I'm also good. yeah, it's Wemeted Goonies or the Delaware Indians. So they call this a tribe of mysterious little people said to have only be three feet tall. The Lenape tribe of Native Americans have believed them to be benevolent forest spirits that simply enjoyed being mischievous pranks on people. For their small size, uh, the Wemeted Gunis are known to possess enormous amounts of strength, while most encounter with them are by chance they've been known to react poorly to those who do not laugh at or at least pretend to enjoy their pranks. So I don't know if these are like cousins of the Pukwajis or these are like baby Sasquatch, but they... To me, like Maybe hearing this like, description, uh, they sound like fae folk, you know, like somehow the, the related to f- forest creatures. Yeah, they well, sound like, or, or like cousins of like gnomes or some shit. Uh, it kind of reminded me right off the bat of a what was it the, the Japanese thing like the is it the pakus or whatever? Uh, I don't remember. You know the little things that live in the the water that are like uh, goblin turtley things. Oh, those are the kappas. The kappas. Kappas. Yeah, me yeah. Yeah. So. Th- you know, like some some people think that all the uh, yokai of Japan are also, you know, just the eastern version of fey folk. So here's another one, but this one sounds very Irish. So this one's called the White Stag of Shemong. And the oh. White Stag of Shemong is another benevolent creature said to inhabit the New Jersey or Pine Barren since the 1700s. So this pale buck has been known to show itself to travelers an attempt to prevent impending disasters. So another, the popular story of this mystical beast described at a time it halted a stagecoach to prevent it from crashing into the Batsasto River. On a dark and stormy night, a stagecoach driver was riding along the Quaker Bridge Road when all of his horses immediately came to a complete halt. When the stagecoach driver got down to see why they had stopped, he saw a white stag of Shemong seconds before it vanished to thin air. When he approached the area for a better look, he noticed the bridge was out, and so from this day forward, no hunter will shoot at any white deer in the area. Mm. Mm. 
I guess I'll you could you. say he speaks for the trees. <laughs> hoping when you said it sounded Italian, you'd be like the pink skin drunk. <laughs> so the another one is called the Mantis Man. Oh, I've heard this one. I've heard this so one. the Mantis Man is a tall, like bug-like creature that's said to live near the Muskinutkit Kong. I don't know how to say this. Muskinet Kong. Yeah, River in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Hackettstown. Yeah. That's where the M&M factory is, by the way. Only one in the world. I didn't know mm. that. A few reports of this bug that exists are said to come from local fishermen, all who have witnessed it while fishing. They say the mantis man is tall enough to stand at the bottom of the lake without being submerged, making it over nine feet tall. Now, what is odd about tales of this normal praying mantis is actually tend to stay away from water. And, like, uh, those who are in the UFO community, they have talked about mantid, like, you know, aliens. Like they, so I, I don't know if it's, like, one of these mantid aliens or some other kind of creature. It, it just sounds really out there, man. It sounds like uh, it might, uh, Men in Black may have got some inspiration from that. And so we, mm. we've got another one, which I think uh, a possibility of it, just not being encrypted, but, you know... Well, let me get to it. This is called the Maned American Lion. So yes. the Maned American Lion is a North American large cat said to closely resemble a male African lion. So it's approximately five to eight feet in length and stand about three feet tall. So the cat is said to have shaggy brown coat with thick hair around its neck like a mane. And some stories said that it differs from their African counterpart by having partially striped coats. While the existence of these animals is still disputed, they sometimes said to uh, seem to pair with eastern pumas. Now, what I'm thinking is something must have escaped from a zoo or like a circus and with no natural predators in the area just started populating, you know. So I don't think it's a cryptid. I just think it's one of these wild animals that got loose and just started like, you know, doing what animals do and nothing can take them out. You know, kind of thing. So, it reminds me a lot of well, those um, Black Panther sightings that get reported in the Midwestern states. Yeah, because, mm. I mean, I think I've heard, like, some of them, like, in Oklahoma, but they think they're just jaguars that are just completely, you know, black. Yeah, from Mexico. it might be. Uh, well, not even. I'm like, okay, so little piece of history in New Jersey. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Space Family Farm. No. Um, they have a zoo up in Sussex County. And uh, the Space family was, uh, I should say their father was strictly interested in collecting curios, antiques, and exotic creatures. Um, and he got in trouble with the municipalities on several occasions until someone had a zoo that went out of business and released all the shit into the wilderness of New Jersey. And ah. he signed up to capture all the stuff. Um in exchange, he'd get to have his own zoo and do all of this weird shit he liked to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's historical record of, I think, several zoos dumping exotic animals into the New Jersey wilderness several times from the 1700s moving forward. Uh, yeah. Um, like, in the space family was the guys that put themselves in charge of capturing it because uh, local authorities and wildlife control were afraid to get killed by lions and anacondas and panthers. No joke. 
So that's a little piece of history I throw out there. So, so that's like all I got on the cryptids. Uh, we're going to move on to our next se segment. We got a perfect video for a blast from the past segment. And I'll put it on the screen for you guys to see. You can see that. All right, let me turn it on for the people watching us on Rumble. I figure this video is very relevant since we had an issue from a woman seeing lizard people on a flight, and then there was recently a British guy who tried opening up the hatch in the middle of the flight because he didn't like who he was sitting next to. And I think it was a third event, but I don't know much about it. It wasn't as viral as these last two. So let's see what kind of training that airline flight attendants or stewardesses had to do back in the 1940s. begins in an office high above Manhattan, where Mary Elizabeth Drake, secretary, has just taken her last dictation of the day. But Mary has one more letter to write this day, a letter of her own. Subject, application for position as airline hostess. Qualifications? Well, briefly, they add up to this. I've wanted to be a hostess since I was 18. I'm 22 now. Single with two years of college and business training. She better hurry I'm up and get married before she hits the wall. <laughs> Facts, brother. I'm enclosing a snapshot. Not too good, I'm afraid, <laughs> but the latest I have. Mary's picture and letter make a good impression on the chief hostess, but she isn't qualified yet. The airline sends her a list of schools where she can be trained. And so, one month later, Mary stands in front of the McConnell School in Minneapolis on the threshold of a new career. And scared to the teeth. I've given up a good job, apartment, friends, and, and this isn't exactly what I'd call a brass band welcome. Well, can't turn back now. They didn't. They're the ones who made it. It makes you wonder. Wow. Are you pretty enough? So Bright weird. enough? Willing to <laughs> work hard enough? Projecting her insecurity onto everyone. Well, baby, good you're times, on your own. Brother. The next few days are off work. Interviews. Dorm assignment. Forms, forms, and more forms. Medical it's like you work for the government. Pictures <laughs> of me before. New hairdo. Uniforms. Oh, my new wardrobe. This is nuts, man. Glasses, I can't imagine Delta or American doing this flight. now. Velocity, air density, angle of attack. Air Wait, why, why would she know to know about the angle of attack? <laughs> yeah, hold up. Routes and schedules. Flight 152, depart Los Angeles 1230. 
Are you telling me people used to be competent back then? She sounds overqualified for just handing people drinks. In the afternoon, there are two hours of exercises, called comportment classes, an attempt to improve the students before photos. These girls are 21 to 28, stand 5'2 to 5'7, and if they enroll with a few excess pounds, they graduate light enough to fly. Oh, great. They body shamed them back then. A hostess does plenty <laughs> yeah. of knee bends in the narrow aisle of an airplane. And these teeter boards develop balance, important in rough weather, when her nonchalant poise reassures jittery passengers. Is that pugil sticks? From jousting to the <laughs> all in the interest of grace, rhythm, and the body beautiful. Remember when they took from you? The airlines and the bachelors enjoy similar tastes. Half of the 8,000 U.S. hostesses leave aviation for marriage each year. Also, this is how you find a husband back then. He just worked as a stewardess. Back. Well, that's it. You gotta like. No, Mary isn't airborne yet. But this. Oh, this is back when you could smoke on the airplane. It's part uh, of a course in hostess duties and procedures. We let a custodian fly. to be difficult. One, two, three. No, Mary, you don't have, have your passengers. More space, that obvious. Like half the you walk down the aisle with a big <laughs> smile, counting the house three as you go. It. That's better. We're about ready for takeoff. Will you fasten your seatbelt, please? Oh my God! They have a full Say it easily and pleasantly. Don't make it sound that's, like that's a nice spacious compartment. But we're going to try and fly this Jeez. contraption. That's like economy class too. I'd like to see first class from back then. Honestly. You may unfasten your seatbelts now, and you may smoke if you care to. Based. Yes. yes. Not command. Remember what How they took from me. Oh, he's got a stogie. That's great. Sorry, he's literally me. Oh. Well, that's better than nothing, I guess. That's true. It's anti-cigar discrimination. Oh, dear, they rang in a Mr. Tipsy on me. What do I do now? Very simple, Mary. Watch teacher. First, this is how to handle drunks. He may sleep the flight through. If he's still rambunctious, call the captain. That's great. Have him sleep it off. <laughs> yeah. Meal time. Food is pre-cooked and kept hot in casseroles. There's an art to serving it, too. Oh, man. We were just lucky to get peanuts, man. This is like a full Trays ought to be carried meal. sideways, not front and back. This method is more graceful, makes serving easier, lessens risk graceful. of spilling. Much, much better, Miss Drake. Back when quality was much more important than quantity. Yes. Exactly. Everything is soulless now. Oh, gee, That's assault. I'm sorry. You should be, Mary. Remember your deep knee bends and teeterboard exercises and use them in the aisle. Here comes double trouble. I'm sorry, sir. No tipping. Good. Is he going right. to grab her? <laughs> if he gets <laughs> her, <laughs> I can't blame him. For the rest of the trip. Uh oh. Mr. Tipsy again. What now? He's got a flask. <laughs> Yo, he's drinking out of a straw. <laughs> this guy rules. Okay. Excellent. Tipsy fails, you pass. Nice going, Mary. At night, homework. The books <laughs> from 7 to 10. 
Now, in the troposphere, there is a general flow of air over the Earth's surface. Wait a minute, that's not a On flat Earth map. On the week of the eight-week course, a yeah, crucial a moment. moment. Job interviews with airline representatives Whoa. and a lot of questions. Would you lift your skirt, please, Miss Drake? Oh, wait, is this a May casting couch? Please? Oh, Thank you. Now, it's Drake, from back then. Just why do you want to be a hostess for our company? From that day on, Mary lives for the mail. Did they like her? Will she get the job? And then a letter comes. graduation report for assignment as hostess. We, I got the job. Yeah, most usually now you get hired and then they train you, not the opposite. weeks of tough, demanding study. Mary's class now receives its diplomas. Congratulations, Mary. You've done very well here. Thank you, Mrs. McConnell. Yeah, you get the certificate, I guess. Two weeks later, another ceremony. Mary gets her coveted wings at LaGuardia Field, New York. Wait till you see what and she has to do to get her blood wings. She proudly stands yeah. for oh. in her spanking LaGuardia? uniform. LaGuardia Field? LaGuardia Airport? Yeah. Holy shit. New Jersey? Then my first yeah. flight. Constellation West. I walked to the ship with a crew. Bill Edwards, Jimmy Duke, Bob Donovan, and Laura Draper. They'd been kidding me in the flight dispatch room. Said passengers <laughs> could spot a new hostess a mile away and would probably take my head off. Let's all act like oh, the gosh, phone book doesn't exist and be angry. <laughs> yeah. Those passengers look like a thundering herd coming out. See a mobster? Oh, yeah. Better get that charm <laughs> ready, baby. By golly, it works. What nice people. That's right, Mary. And you're off to a good start. It took a lot of time, a lot of effort. And so everyone's worrying, dressed well. But at long last, yep. Mary yeah. Elizabeth Drake, airline hostess, is on her way. So long, Mary. Bring Keep them back. smiling. It's like an old bomber. Yeah, honestly. Maybe they converted it after the war. That makes sense. Almost brings a tear to your eye. Yeah. So I think that's it for our show. Um, Doge from New Jersey, do you got anything you want to show? Uh, nothing I want to show, but... Uh... I mean, if it's time for plugs, I got a plug or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I said shilling. Like, it's uh, advertise your oh, Facebook sorry. page and whatever. Yeah, whatever things you got going on. I thought you said show, not show. No, My no. Bad. Um, well, you know, you can find me at uh, Doge from New Jersey on Facebook. That's my page. Take a look. I don't, you know, I post funny stuff, I guess. But also, catch us on um, me along with Vulcan and doge dad we have a podcast called the speakeasy go check us out we're on spotify uh you can find the links to it on my page on doge dad's page or vulcan's page it's uh you know we just talk have a few drinks it's a good time come check us out based johnny soft where can our viewers find you uh i'm in the discord <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Beer juice. Where where can people find your articles? 
All right, yeah, I'm doing the Petroglyph Press. You can find me on Facebook. I just started an Instagram. The Petroglyph Press. This is not a random assembly of petroglyphs. Um, but yeah, I post Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, and check me out on Facebook or Instagram. Van, where could people find you? You could find me on Twitch, on YouTube. Hopefully my Rumble now has enough people so I can stream on there. I am currently playing that new Aliens game, which is actually pretty fucking cool, even though it's buggy as fuck. I think it can live stream with five followers now. I think they've changed that. Okay, so I'll definitely uh, upload that stream key onto my OBS and do that. Uh, thanking everybody from the chat today, D... Ball money, Ja forty one, Corey Folkster, uh, the people shilling fucking the Trump fucking speech. Thank you guys for putting the links in the thing and Animal Kelly for the wonderful uh, twenty five dollars, which we will use on uh, drugs, not drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Ayahuasca for the sweat lodge. Ooh. <laughs> oh, was there an additional donation? Oh, I I just missed it. Let me read that. So he wrote. I hate that New Jersey has all these badass-sounding creatures, but what does my state get? The bitch-ass squonk. Oh. <laughs> you got to do it with enthusiasm. You got to be like, Animal Cali for fucking dollars! <laughs> fucking go! Yeah, so thank you for the $25. That Yeah, I, I, I didn't catch that last one. It might have been right when we started the video. So... With that, I don't know if I will still be on day shift in two weeks from now. I'll try to keep you posted if we do another Wednesday night show. But if I go to nights, then we might do a late night show or push to Saturday. We'll have to see when that happens. Until then, I think we'll be signing off. And now I'm going to mute myself. I, I hope to be the best fucking federal agent in the world. I'm going to go. You have just been radiated by another expedition into the paranormal room of the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Remember to trust no one and question everything. We hope you enjoyed your stay at our motel and RV park. Broadcasting from Los Angeles to Chicago along Route 66, we here at K&B are signing off. <laughs>